0: Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in on episode 11. This series, I'll be chatting with a diverse group of Whistler kids who grew up in the same small Canadian mountain town as me. A lot of talent has come out of our town, Whistler. I'll be dropping in with actors, Olympians, business leaders, DJs, and so much more. Today, I chat with our first Whistler kid. Let me introduce episode 11's guest that we'll be dropping in with. She's trilingual. She's a very sought-after DJ, having started her DJ career in London, England in 2006, where she lived modeled and DJ'd for 8 years. She's performed at some of Europe's most coveted events, the Brit Awards official after-party, the Red Bull Cliff Diving event, the most popular nightclubs in Ibiza and all over Europe. She's the founder and designer of a clothing company. And like me, she grew up in Whistler, British Columbia, Canada. She's a friend a sister, a daughter, a model, a DJ, a founder, and designer, and a Whistler kid. Let me introduce Natalie Morel. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I'm good. Thank you. So I start the podcast dropping in real hot and heavy with the rapid fire 10 questions. Let's do it. Are you ready? I think so. <laughs> All right. As you're a Whistler kid, I've formed these to be very Whistler-esque, if okay. that may. Yep. Number one. Whistler or Blackcomb? I can't choose. It what? depends, no, you, on, it depends you on the day. Okay, to. fine. Blackcomb, what? Blackcomb. Okay, well, what were your, what pass did you have back in the day? Because you did you have both? Yeah. Like, I was a Whistler kid. I only had the Whistler pass when it was not the same entity.
1: You know what? I think I had the Whistler pass, too, because my memories of, like, being a kid are definitely on there with the red tent at the yeah. station, and that's yeah. where I was, like,
0: learning to ski and stuff. So, you okay, know what? So. You're a whistler. Let's go with
1: my yeah.
0: But you could be black home now.
1: Well, it's it depends on the day. Like if it's sunny, you go on the side that it has more sun. If it's like it's true. You know, it's <laughs> it's a hard one to choose. I'm it's so kind of nice
0: that they're joined now. So that was in like I want to say ninety seven ninety eight mm-hmm. that they joined mountains, right? Yeah. Okay, number two. This will divide it up for you now. Ski or snowboard. Ski. In your childhood, ski or snowboard? Ski.
1: Okay. There, there was a brief intermission of snowblading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should add that in there. And, and snowboarding, but went back to skiing.
0: Okay, cool. Number three, favorite season? Summer. Ooh, yeah. Number four, in Whistler, we have great patios and great underground nightclubs. I ask you, patio or nightclub? Patio. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Yeah. Maybe like 10 years ago. I don't know what it was.
1: Yeah. Man, <laughs> Beagle 10 years ago was the
0: shit. I know. But, oh, good times in there for sure. Uh, okay. Number five, what year did you graduate from Whistler Secondary School?
1: Same as you, but I don't remember.
0: <laughs> I know. That's why I put that in there. I'm like, I, I think we were 2001.
1: Oh, wait. I can grab my – your grad thing? Should I go get it real quick? Yeah, 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 okay, definitely.
0: <laughs> 2002. So she's pulling up her like our whole grad class image. Um, okay, there's. What only... I think there was only about 50 kids that graduated. Yeah, it was. 2002. It was super
1: tiny. Everyone knew everything about everybody.
0: It was pretty brutal. Yeah, the school of 300 kids from grade seven to 12. Okay, going down memory. Now we know right. that. Yeah. <laughs> graduated in two thousand and two. I also graduated in two thousand and three. <laughs> oh, well. I went yeah. back because I didn't actually graduate. Anyways, more about you. Number six, first memory of elementary school that comes to mind.
1: Hmm. Um elementary school. It's Myrtle fill up. I don't know, just playing outside. Like the okay. playground, I guess, and just
0: like Foursquare or something.
1: Oh, you know what? I would have to say it's when Olivia came to the school because all of a sudden I felt a lot more comfortable there. Because were you in French Korea. immersion? No, but my mom would just dress me up in lederhosen because she's German and my dad's French, and it really just was not good for my popularity.
0: <laughs> I remember you in like coveralls, like Jean coveralls.
1: Yeah. And, and
0: pigtails. That's yeah. That's the thing that comes Definitely
1: <laughs> rock that. And yeah, it was just hard being a Euro kid in the beginning. I had to like figure out how to adapt to the Canadian ways. Fair. Were you born in Whistler? I was, but my parents still like going home and, and hanging out with them. And then just being European kind of like that was like my influence. And yeah, yeah I was a bit of a loner for a while there, but then
0: got out of the uh, – the lederhosen and later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Number seven, something your family did in Whistler that was totally normal, but may not be for others. I feel like we just touched on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That would probably it, be it. And just like later hosen. Well, I mean, I guess that's not really like a Whistler thing, but I think, Oh, you know what? I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. I think just like, The trust that our parents had in us on, like, just being Mm -hmm. like, okay, go play, see you later. And they wouldn't see us for like hours until like we would come home at night with like cuts everywhere and just be like, cool, just sit down and have some dinner. And they just never asked questions. They totally like had faith in us just to go play, which is, I think, a very rare like thing to have had in Whistler and not maybe other mountain places, but not, I've never spoken to anybody that had that type of
0: freedom. That's very, very true. Okay, number eight, you speak three languages. What are they and what's your favorite?
1: French, German, and English. Uh, No disrespect to my mom, but German is just the most horrific language in the world. (laughs) It's like you need an umbrella every time you speak to somebody. (laughs) Um, So I would say probably French and English. French is just very beautiful and romantic.
0: Um,
1: Maybe not when I speak it, but...
0: Oh, may we. Oh, may we. we? (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. Okay, we have Glacier Lakes in Whistler. Green Lake being one of the coldest that I know of. Have you ever swum in Green Lake? Yes. You
1: have? I have. I went um, wake surfing in it. and With not a dry suit. Not a dry suit. And to be honest, I was really surprised that I was able to go in the water. I was like, I swear this used to be colder. I don't know. I haven't gone in. This was like maybe two years ago, but I was like blown away that I was actually swimming in it in just a bathing suit. Crazy.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've never, I just, I don't, I feel like I've touched the water, but (laughs) people swim in it. It's so cold. Totally. Well, you see people out in it all the time now,
1: but I don't know. Maybe it's all mental in my head. (laughs) Well, it is pretty cold, but it was, (laughs) it was doable.
0: Okay. Number 10. Last question. Book or Netflix? Can it be, be an on. audiobook? It, it could be an audiobook.
1: Okay, audiobook, 100%.
0: Okay, and then I have to follow up with what was the last audiobook you listened to? Um, Joe Rogan
1: or My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh, uh, like podcasts. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, sorry, audiobook. Oh, can I look? Because I don't remember.
0: Yeah. I never remember the names of any of my the books that I read. Oh, actually it was
1: a really good one. Um it was called The Biology of Belief. And it was all about like your perception on like life and just certain things and how it influences your happiness and your thoughts and your well-being. Oh, so, like, cool. there's yeah, it was really interesting. I'll send it to you. It was yeah, yeah. super cool.
0: I'll put that that. in the the notes of the mm -hmm. podcast.
1: Just like even the effect of like being in a womb when you're a kid and like just what your mom kind of like sees and feels and how it's kind of instilled in you, just perceptions and just like, I don't know. It was very interesting. I really enjoyed it.
0: Awesome. All right. So that's our rapid fire. I think our listeners got to know you a little bit better, but what we're going to talk about is kind of growing up in Whistler, both you and I had left Whistler for a big chunk of time. And now we, I mean, I, I, I'm back living in Whistler, but we both travel a lot and you're in Vancouver and Whistler. So let's talk about kind of, um, just starting like growing up in Whistler, how, how now you can look at back and be like, wow, that was different than probably what every other kid grew up as. Totally, man.
1: It was the best. I like moving to the UK and seeing a lot of the like my friends there and and what they were like and people that weren't necessarily my friends either. And just their outlook on life and the way that they were definitely made me appreciate um, growing up in Whistler so much. And just like the use of our imaginations too, like going and playing outside and just Mm -hmm. being outside in nature. And I don't know, just constantly just using our minds and our freedom to kind of just do whatever we want to have fun. Like nothing costs money that way,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, whereas like you, you went from living in Whistler full time to living downtown London. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's a pretty heavy change. I know it was insane. And also like the life that I kind of landed into there, like it was just so crazy. The switch over from just like being a mountain girl And like, I traveled for modeling and stuff, but never like at an age where I was like more of an adult and Mm -hmm. like taking in the world in a more spongy way, I guess. But Mm -hmm. I was like, holy crap. Like I started working on this car rally race and then um, ended up staying in London and got a job in event management, which then kind of led me into DJing. But like, yeah, it was just like a whole different world and it was amazing. And it really opened my eyes up and I had the most amazing experiences, but ended up missing the mountains and ended up missing just that freedom of being outside here. And like, just that, like the nourishment that the nature gives your soul, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's just so, oh, it's just so nice here. I know.
0: I feel like we, I took it for granted. I mean, I got to travel the world snowboarding, Mm -hmm. um, like you did modeling at a young age, but I think it didn't hit till maybe like my twenties and my mid-20s. So I was like, you know what? Whistler's pretty rad. Yeah. And and it does take, I think, if I'm right when I talk to the next guest, it takes us like time to reflect and leave our town and come back and be like, okay, there's not really anything like this totally. in in the rest of the world where we have mountains and lakes and pedestrian village and one thing that we do have to take note that if our listeners don't know about whistler um all of our bars are underground for noise restrictions (laughs) and i remember going to other towns and being like i don't know you tell me if this is right and being like wait there's windows in your in your like nightclub what's going on here oh
1: shit that's so true i never really thought about that but you're oh you never yeah it's (laughs) It's such a weird Whistler thing.
0: Yeah, they're oh. all underground, most of them, except for like- Yeah, you're there. so
1: right. That's so weird that I never noticed that. That's something I would probably notice, but oh, yeah. freaking dinginess, but you got to <laughs>
0: love them. We've had some good times in there, that's for sure. We definitely have. So you were in London, and then the mountains called you home, and what was um, after your eight year stint in London? Um, What, like moving back here? Yeah. Did you move back to Whistler? Did you move back to Vancouver? No.
1: I I mean, I kind of have the luxury of knowing all my friends and family and people that are still living in Whistler. So I've always been kind of in between both, but I did like from living in London for that long and just being in a city, like I'm a very practical person and I like I'm very creative and all the things that I do, I like to get a lot of shit done in the day. Mm-hmm. And I find that like being in a city, like Vancouver for me isn't really a city. There's still so much outside stuff to do. Yeah. And just being an hour and a half away where in Europe, like in London, it took me an hour and a half to get anywhere. So I like know. that time travel for me from here to there is nothing. And it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. I just like the opportunity in the city, I guess, mm-hmm. um, just with my job and like, I don't know. Just
0: So you're currently still DJing and then you also are founder and designer of your clothing company.
1: Yeah. Which right now is predominantly masks, but that's okay. Adapting to the times.
0: I know that's what it's all about. But the one thing I want to get out of this is like there's so many diverse people that come from Whistler and I do want the world to know that they're not all athletes. I mean, you are an amazing skier. Don't get, don't, do Thank not me. get wrong on that and as listeners. Um, but at the same time, you have been like so passionate and driven with your DJ business. You were a model um, and now clothing and DJing. It's like we're very like multitask kids that can like do anything that's thrown at us. Or if we have a goal, we want to achieve it. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you, where do you think that comes from? You know what? It's
1: interesting you asked that question because I've been thinking about it a lot. I think it's our freedom. I think it's the fact that like um, like for me the reason why I do all these things which kind of fell into my lap anyways, but like I like that I can like go and do something outside when I want. And just I don't know, I feel like growing up in a ski resort town, you might not have like the typical society standards that are thrown into you in other places where like Oh, you must do this and you right. must buy a house at this time and then like I, I don't know like everywhere else in the world where like when I was living in the UK the amount of people that I saw that were so unhappy with their lives working a 9 to 5 every day in front of a, com- a computer every day yeah they're probably making a shit ton of money but they're like going to a club every weekend blowing it all there and then just going back to work so it's like yeah I don't know I think maybe our our outlook of like what living and like happiness is is a lot different than most people's because we just don't need as much we're like you know we just had the outside and it just I think you're of- right.
0: I totally think you're right. I I like to say west coast we work to play and east coast they work to work. Yeah, um, which is a really big thing. But Whistler's something different in that whole entity. It's like I feel like everyone just really wants to be outdoors all the time and you make the lifestyle work for you.
1: Well, and you know what else it is? You're, you're totally right. I think like Whistler has the most incredible sense of community. Like everyone's Mm -hmm. so willing to help one another out. And if somebody does go down like a new venture of some sort of creativity where they're doing it for themselves and it's a small business, everyone will be supporting you.
0: Yeah. And it's like this,
1: beautiful system of everyone like buying from one another, helping one another and like just this perfect flow of letting
0: people be creative and support. It's so amazing that we have that. I hope, I hope we don't lose it. I mean, we're at almost 12,000 residents right now. And obviously on the weekends we boom up to almost 50 when we're not in COVID times, but that community is honestly what saved me from, Injuries and totally: Really wanting to come back here when I lived in the states. Yeah. So we're very lucky, and your mom still lives in town. She's a realtor. She's in Pemby,
1: but she's like in Whistler okay. the whole time yeah. Yeah she yeah, just yeah. Wa- ended up buying a place there, but same same. Really. And then
0: your brother's in Pemberton, too.
1: Yeah, he just got a place there, yeah.:
0: So family's close, communities even closer. Mm-hmm. Anything else that we can add to what it's like being a Whistler kid and growing up here? Um, man, we were just spoiled rotten. Like <laughs> it's we were but like, and in a good yeah. way with the views and the mountains and like, totally. not, like you, we didn't like get everything that we wanted. No, no. Sorry. Yeah. Like spoiled yeah. in a
1: way where like, we just had like COVID is a perfect example. Like mm-hmm. look at everywhere around the world where people were trapped inside, like horrible. Like, can you imagine that? Whereas here, like, we had the luxury where we could still go outside and not be around people and like be amongst nature and like have that happiness and that sanity where like, that is like such a luxury to have. And it's true. You know, like even if they close the
0: mountain, you could still hike up, you know? I know. I mean, we are, I I always think about this. Um, My parents had this house in, in Alpine, which is a subdivision in Whistler for our listeners and because uh, people actually live here, siren, big news alert. <laughs> and um, and I think about the view that I had in that bedroom. Like right now, I'm looking out at trees, which I am not mad about. <laughs> but the views that I had in my old Alpine house, I well looked at Whistler and Blackcomb every morning when I woke up. Yeah, like that's how spoiled we were.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I, I think about that quite a bit actually. Like just like when you do the drive from Vancouver to Whistler or like whatever. Yeah, and yeah. you see the view, I'm like, man, if that still like fucks me up, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Can you imagine what that would do to people that have never seen that type of beauty before? Like, know. oh, it's just so jaw-dropping, beautiful. And then you get into the mountains I'm like The winter days are so beautiful when it's snowed and it's just like so white everywhere. But in the summer too, and like Mm -hmm. you still see some of the snow on the mountain. Everything is just so green. You see a little bear. It's like out of a movie or something. It's not like
0: I know. I take it. I still take it for granted. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna go for like a jog around here and show people because it's the same thing over and over. But like to them, it's pure beauty. Yeah, it's not a concrete jungle. So we are very, very lucky. To have grown up here and still call this pseudo home.
1: Totally. Very, <laughs> very lucky.
0: Well, Nat, thank you for your time. Where can people find you online?
1: Um, Just on my Instagram, I think, is probably where people hit me up the most. Mm-hmm. Um, or by email. Or my website for my clothing line is uh, chiclittleboho.com. Mm-hmm. Not much on there right now because the masks, <laughs> but hopefully, knock on wood, that will all settle soon and I'll be able to make some pieces that are a little bit more interesting.
0: <laughs> awesome. And but. what's your Instagram handle so everyone oh, can follow you?
1: Um, N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E-M-O-R-E-L. Sorry, French spelling. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. At Natalie Morel. At Natalie Morel. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for dropping in with me. I hope the listeners learned a lot about what it's like to be a Whistler kid. Thanks for having me, babe. Drop in next Thursday for our next Whistler kid. Wanted to add a little fact check in here. Whistler and Blackcomb Mountains merged in 1997, and Whistler has the capacity for about 30,000 overnight visitors. Thank you DJ Kenosis for the music and my mom for the intro.